All right, here's what happened. Basically, I uploaded the wrong episode into our interior network because I'm not using Fireside like a dummy and I should be using Fireside. But I updated last week's episode into this week's episode and that's why that's playing. I can't purge that MP3 out of the CDN no matter how many times I've tried. It should work, but it just doesn't. Uh, So we're going to upload this episode as 132. So episode 131 is actually now 132. And we're going to take next week off to realign the numbers in the right weeks. Uh, And we've never missed a week, but we're going to do this because me and Dan both have OCD and we need things to line up the right way. But that gives you a whole extra week to give us things to talk about when we come back, like reviews or five stars or God forbid, patreon.com slash five by five at the movies. So take this extra time, think about it, you know, search your soul and see what you want to do for us and enjoy episode 131, which is now titled episode 132. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, Thank hey. you so much. Hi, Dan. Hey, Keith. This is episode 131. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of episodes. Oh, palindrome. It is a palindrome. Nice. <laughs> um, would you like to hear some reviews? Yeah. So would I. <laughs> but no one reviews us anymore. We're not loved. <laughs> We're just not loved. But I mean, at the same time, nobody is <laughs> saying bad things. That's good. So I mean, <laughs> half full. No news is good news. <laughs> uh, no emails. <laughs> Uh, Brian did tweet in with him in a picture of his new girl. Hey. They are a cute as fuck couple. Aww. I'm so happy for him. I'm glad that despite having a girlfriend, he's still listening to podcasts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we're not on any charts right now. Nope. We had for a while, but I didn't bring it up because we were doing that GoFundMe. Uh, but word. we were on charts in different countries, just not, uh, typically uh, English speaking <laughs> ones. Word. Um, which All is right. fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad to anybody listening anywhere. Uh, I have a Patreon update. Ooh. We have lost one of our five Patreons. (laughs) I noticed today. But uh, I can't get over who I'm pretty sure has left our Patreon. Mm -hmm. And I'm 99% sure it was your father. (laughs) And I think he's just like, my son. What is this recurring payment that that keeps hitting my card? My son is just not worth $5 (laughs) a month to me. Which is good, because that means that all four of our remaining (laughs) Mm -hmm. patrons are, like, actual fans of the show. That's nice. (laughs) That's good. Actual people that listen and care and interact. (laughs) Um, But your dad doesn't give a shit about you, Dan. (laughs) And I want you to know that. (laughs) That's the reason. Right. And (laughs) it couldn't be the uh, money he's been giving me during the pandemic since I have no job. (laughs) I'm not getting any of his money. I'm not not even getting the $2.50 a month anymore. Tell him I want to check every month for $2.50 motherfucking cents. You tell him that. I'll send that message a lot. Please, thank you. You know how I feel about father-son relationships. Fuck you. Uh, so that's that's the Patreon update. So anyway, everyone out there, I'm now in the hole $2.50 a month. I don't got a dad sending me nothing. I need you. I need your help. Please go to patreon.com slash 5 by 5 at the movies. Dan, what's the number one movie in America? It's gotta be Godzilla vs. Of course it is. <laughs> yeah. Last check, this first opening weekend. Is this the first weekend or was it two weekends ago? Mm, 
can't remember. It has to be because yeah. we didn't talk about it last week. This opening weekend, it made $32.2 million. All right. Way beyond anything in the well over the last year. Yeah, that's that's like a normal times slow opening. Correct. Yeah. That's with HBO Max. Yeah. That's how much they yeah, just made in with, theaters. Yeah, with a simultaneous free release for subscribers. Yeah. Not, that's not fucking even great. A premium. Yeah. Fuck yeah. All right. So uh, the unholy, which I didn't even look up what that was, three point two million. Nobody mm-hmm. with three million, which I hear is great. Rain the last dragon holding on with two point one. I didn't fifth place. Tom and Jerry with one point four. But Word. the first thing we're gonna do, we're gonna talk about Godzilla versus Kong. We're gonna hey. review it. Dan, what'd you think of Godzilla versus Kong? Is exactly what I wanted it to Everything be. Everything I wanted <laughs> Every it to be. Every minute of it. <laughs> I <laughs> even liked the human stuff. Yeah, I was watching a, uh, a reaction to it on YouTube, and mm-hmm. their uh, one of their afterthoughts was like, "There's no fat on this movie." Oh, a hundred percent. Like it is. It's just action story. And nothing else. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, that's great. Here's a detail. Move on to a fight. <laughs> I uh, I had my girl here the other day, mm-hmm. and I said, "Hey, this movie came out, Godzilla vs Kong. I really want to watch it. Do you want to watch it?" And she's like, "No, I really don't want to watch that." I'm like, "Okay, well, let's compromise. <laughs> We're gonna watch it." <laughs> Uh, and like, I didn't even do that consciously. I'm going to watch it. You can do something else. Well, I mean, (laughs) half the time she's on the phone anyway, half the time I'm on the phone, whatever we, you know, uh, but like, I didn't even consciously like as a dick, I like, uh, subconsciously dickhead moved that I'm like, okay, I'm just flipping through. I just hit play on it. And I realized I'm like, Oh, you said you didn't. Oh, well, um, cause I had to watch this movie. Uh, I was sold from the, the, um, kick in the like uh, the, the first fight on the air uh, so spoilers if you haven't watched godzilla vs scott yeah couple details not too bad skip forward if you don't want to hear it. um yeah, i think fo- it was a shot from the trailer anyway okay yeah that that sh- that move when they're in the water and king kong grabs godzilla's head and just kick like kicks him in the head oh just, yeah like, he's like fuck you i'm like okay they know what they're doing mm-hmm. i'm sold top to bottom yeah i like some of my theories were wrong yeah the uh the one shot from the trailer i was thinking of was when he like punches <laughs> uh, punches yeah. godzilla in the face when they're right. both standing on like yeah like a battleship sure. or something um the, like the animation they sell the weight of it oh 100 like, percent. you feel like a 300 ton punch i definitely <laughs> felt something girthy during that scene that's true uh like it's yeah the animation is so good the cg is so good mm-hmm. the camera work is amazing yep. like the cinematography is fantastic it's just overall they just nailed everything about that movie man like and i don't want to put too many details and spoil it because i know a lot of people haven't seen it yet mm-hmm. uh, it is Worth seeing. There are some surprises in there. I like that some of my theories were wrong. Mm-hmm. I liked that the big bad uh, was not what I thought it was. Mm-hmm. Um, they just did a good job, top to bottom. Yeah. It is a goofy monster movie. Don't get oh, yeah. me wrong. It is goofy, and there are grown moments. Yeah. But it is completely overshadowed by how good the movie is produced and made. Yeah. And, and like, how enjoyable every beat of every fight is. Yeah, a hundred percent. They do it so well. <laughs> I'm like, God saw you the whole time. I'm rooting for King Kong. At no point during that movie <laughs> do I want Godzilla to win. Yeah, at no point. Yeah, kind of, kind of on Kong side the entire yeah, time. And they definitely show it to you that way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, th- there's no like, hit, like Batman v Superman. Like <laughs> you could be on either side of that. Yeah. You know, sometimes you switch, and this time the whole time I'm like, 
I want Monkey to beat Lizard. Easy. <laughs> yeah. Fuck Lizard. <laughs> That's a good band name. Fuck Lizard. Uh, hey, so, we're, we're connected to the great apes, you know? Yep. Uh, <laughs> worldwide, it has already surpassed 200 million. Mm-hmm. And that is faster than any movie has done during the whole pandemic. Yep. And most importantly... Hmm, tell me. <laughs> it beat... Uh, up to 200 million twice as fast as Tenet did. Fuck yeah. And Tenet did not also Fuck release yeah. for free on streaming at the same time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think it is safe to say fuck Tenet. Mm-hmm. Hold on, I have a noise for that. <laughs> fuck you, Tenet. <laughs> fuck you and your stupid ass. <laughs> fuck you, Chris Nolan. <laughs> fuck everything about you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, the the savior of the cinema. Wow. Suck um, a dick. I, I saw a uh, a quick article that I don't think um, we were gonna bring up anyway, but somebody had said that like uh, theaters are upset about the plans for Black Widow's release. Right. And I'm like, yeah, but they're all cheering this one, and Black Widow, they're asking for thirty extra dollars if right. you want to stream it at your home. I mean, so well, more people are gonna be vaccinated. More people are gonna go out to see it, like it's uh, devil's advocate, <laughs> if you'll allow me. Yep. Uh, Black Widow. I, I, I mean, after Tenant, Tenant was, but then Black Widow was supposed to be the temple from the very beginning of the pandemic. Yeah. Of what was gonna be the savior movie? It was uh, supposed to come out before yeah. this one, though. Uh, right. So it was gonna be the next one. Sure. You but know, as, as someone from the film industry, in your head, you've just been thinking Black Widow, like a mm-hmm. single dollar wasted. Is too much money because this movie was supposed to be the same. Just devil's advocate. I don't All disagree right. with you. That's yeah, just I, I think their point of yeah. view is. I just feel like after this weekend, but you should feel way better sure. about it. <laughs> but interesting, you bring it up because now Legendary is mm. doubling down on the fight with Warner Brothers. Oh no! They're like, look, theaters are already coming back. Like this made two hundred million dollars mm. worldwide. We want to keep our full theatrical release for Dune. We want yeah. to keep our theatrical release, mm. and so but but. However, the other side of that is HBO Max. This beat Justice League's downloads. Like oh, Godzilla yeah. versus Kong, like not only beat the, they won't give us numbers because you know yeah, it's streaming it's all wars, proprietary. Yeah, but they did say that Godzilla versus Kong smashed Justice League. So it's wow. like if if Warner Media's main thing is no, we want HBO Max subscribers. They're mm-hmm. not letting go of Dune. Oh no! And on top of that, they have to answer to AT and T business day. Yeah. So AT&T can literally call the shot on that. Sure. And just be like, no, this is what you're doing. Yeah. Um, So Warner Brothers may or may not be the final, you know, say in that anyway. Fuck you. And AT&T might be like, hey, we've seen the Godzilla vs. Kong streaming numbers. Uh, No fucking way you're getting you're not streaming for Dune. Yeah. (laughs) Like, we already signed all the new contracts and did all the new negotiations. We're we're not doing it a third time. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Anyway, I'm looking forward to uh, watching Dune at home. (laughs) Yeah, I want to get back in the theater so much, but yeah. I'm not ready. I'm yeah. not ready. Even vaccinated, I'm, I'm, I'm not ready. Yeah, I'm hoping by then we'll actually feel feel ready to do it and then see it in the theater and then watch it again at home. Yeah. I, oh, that's good. I like that. Double yeah. dip. Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with double, double the, dipping. Get the first Fuck experience yeah. on the giant screen and then be sure. able to go like, oh, yeah, I'm going to put it on again while I go to sleep. You know? Right. Uh, news from NATO. 
Mm. The important NATO, not the, the other NATO. NATO. <laughs> the not, NATO not we the care about. keeping peace in countries. Right. <laughs> yeah, uh, the theater chain one. <laughs> the New York City branch of the National Association of Theater Owners, NATO, <laughs> says that cinemas will need to be open at 75% capacity by July mm. just in order to stay in business, which sounds like something they just <laughs> threw out. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't actually think that if they're not, they're going to close all the theaters. Yeah. I just think that that's like... Yeah, they're break even. Yeah, AMC like said that they already had funding till wow. like till next year. Yeah, yeah. I um, <laughs> I'm not so sure about all that, but uh, you know, yeah. I like I like bringing up the fact that their name is NATO. So, <laughs> yeah. fuck yeah. Uh, but you know, we'll see what happens. I wonder, with- I wonder which acronym came first. <laughs> I know which acronym came. There was no association of theater owners when NATO came around. Did it? Because that was post World War Two, right? And the first right. movies, movie theaters were from like the twenties. I'm gonna look into this. I will have this answer <laughs> for next week. Like it's possible that they could be both from like the late forties, <laughs> right? I promise to have this answer next week if we get one new Patreon subscriber. Hey, there you go. Because I am super pissed at your father. <laughs> Just so you know, tell him he owes me a check every month. Okay. <laughs> All right, you were going to do this story. I'm going to do it instead. Knives out. Yeah. Two and three. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a little confused by this in general. Okay. I liked Knives Out. I yeah. thought it was fun. Yeah. But I didn't think it was fun because of Daniel Craig. And mm. I, you know. Okay. Yeah, he was he was uh, part of the whole that was greater than the sum of its parts yeah. kind of uh, thing. You know, I, I mean, I, I'll always remember it because... Uh, love chris evans and i think seeing him be an <laughs> asshole is funny <laughs> yeah I, he's the my takeaway you know it, it seemed to me a very <laughs> this is gonna this is gonna be fucked i if, if anyone <laughs> from the film industry was in front of me they're, they're gonna get mad to me knives out <laughs> felt a little bit in the vein of grown-ups mm. because it's like okay here's all these great actors and they're kind of hammy and it's supposed to be a hammy clue-ish type movie yes they're all little characteristics caricatures of like a thing so it's like oh we're all getting together and we're having fun and we're making this kind of silly yeah. murder mystery yeah it's that has yeah, its, its heart moments it's less silly clue yeah right oh a hundred percent less silly clue um but you know no like way more sillier than say a murder on the orient express okay you know yeah. what i mean yeah like there are a lot of funny slapsticky parts with these characters and in a very like like um a LaCroix taste <laughs> of a Wes Anderson almost. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, a funny movie that isn't a comedy. Right, exactly. Yeah. So okay. it's like to me it's n- this is not as serious a movie to say that Netflix should spend 450 million dollars on two sequels to it. Now and here's the part I love about please, it. The please. 450 million dollars uh-huh. is for the rights. Is that what it was? They still have to spend at least forty million dollars making each, yeah, each they said one. <laughs> that they that both two and three both have to have the same budget, which is forty million dollars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and that's at least might be more. Yeah, and that they still have to pay Ryan Johnson and Daniel Craig and maybe a hundred million dollars each. Yeah. So when all is said think, and done, yeah, I think the hundred million is from the four hundred fifty rights deal. Is it? Okay, I think that. Like, are they executive producers that own the rights? Yeah. Okay, still, so we're talking already half a billion dollars for this. Oh yeah, over half a billion. Over half a billion because it's yeah at least four hundred fifty million, 
and then another 40 twice. For a movie that, like, did not necessarily <laughs> stick with me that much. Like, yeah. it was fun. I would watch it again if it was on and, you know, reruns of Star Trek weren't. <laughs> but, like, I, I, I don't see it as, like, a cult classic. I don't see people being, like, Knives Out is, you know, a Fury Road-level game-changing mm. piece of cinema. It was fun. Why the fuck would you spend half a billion dollars? There are so many original (laughs) writers out there chomping at the bits. You could have funded, you know, what, 400 movies on this. Oh, yeah. Uh, You know, or, you know, giving us another season of BoJack Horseman. You know, (laughs) start, you know, renew some of the shit that people love. Yeah. And I get it. They need tent poles. They need their own Justice Leagues and Dunes because that's how the streaming wars work now. Yeah. You need buzz on a new movie. Yeah, but yeah, I, Knives Out isn't that much money's worth of that. Right. If Star Wars cost five billion, this needs to be you know what ten percent <laughs> of a Star Wars. Yeah. You know what I mean? If that makes sense, mm-hmm. and it's not. It's not. No. Um. The other the thing I did like. This is the <laughs> um. Uh. So the fa- <laughs> uh. They're given Ryan Johnson and I quote immense creative control. he does not need to answer to anyone he gets to make any batshit movie he wants Mm -hmm. but the family probably won't be in it they said Mm -hmm. jamie lee curtis came out and said they didn't talk to us about this the only person guaranteed to come back is daniel craig they wanted the rights and they wanted daniel craig yep and And like again the most forgettable part of that fucking movie to me was daniel craig yeah they they want a sherlock series that isn't sherlock sure that they can curse and show some blood right like if this whole thing was if that whole movie was from the point of point of view daniel craig i would understand this a little more Mm -hmm. i do not fucking understand this idea but yeah they got it they have the money whatever all i'm saying is if anybody from netflix ever listens to this podcast (laughs) i need some money uh if you're throwing away 450 million (laughs) dollars on knives at two and three go to patreon.com slash five of the movies and give me the money that by rights i am owed by dan's father (laughs) (laughs) like it reminds me of the rick and morty heist episode where it's just like oh yeah it's real easy to get a netflix deal now (laughs) 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 they're just giving them out to everybody (laughs) (laughs) fuck dude it's like it's like getting a quibby deal yeah all right uh i'm done with talking about knives out are you okay good fuck someone give me some money all right uh a lot of details came out for ray fisher and gal gadot and their treatment Mm -hmm. during justice league like a lot yeah like article after and and like other tangential things that didn't even involve them right and like i gotta admit like i got a lot of fatigue reading it i'm just like I'm almost, like, completely checked out on, like, mm. fuck you, Warner Brothers. Like, I love you, Zack Snyder, but everyone else can eat a, the biggest bag of dicks. Yeah. Uh, I even reached out to Christian Bale. Mm. Um, I'm like, hey, I know you've given us thought after thought after thought on this, but can you just send us one final thought on this? Fuck you! Yeah, he sent this in. Yeah. Fuck you! Yeah. Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! Uh... <laughs> I added the train, uh, <laughs> but you. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'll hit a couple bullet points of just like he he like expanded on the quasi moto thing, mm-hmm. you know where he's like a lot of this is about Jeff Johns who like now I'm like if I find a a book 
of mine that Jeff Johns has written now. I'm not going to burn it, but I'm definitely going to donate it. Like, mm. I'm, I don't want anything Jeff Johns in my house anymore. Yeah. Where he's like, you know, don't be Frankenstein, be Quasimodo, be the happy go lucky. Like, oh, you're happy to be, you mm. know, disabled kind of person. Ugh. Whereas Ray Fisher's like, hey, this was a traumatic incident. Like, this is a Frankenstein moment. And they're like, no. Nah. Yeah. They don't, even, they don't, so they didn't want even like a, a real Quasimodo. They wanted like Disney's Quasimodo. Right. Exactly. Um, that, uh, Jeff Johns threatened, um, his career. He was like, Hey, you don't want to be known. Like, not only do we not want to like a head, like a angry black guy in our movie, Mm. you don't want to be known as being, you know, difficult. Oh, the guy who won't play ball. Right. Kind of thing. You know? And then uh, mirroring that Joss Whedon threatened Gal Gadot's career to her and then was talking shit on Patty Jenkins to her face was just like you know like you know you like your cute little movies whatever it was just like you know making Mm. a big deal uh your cute you look cute little billion dollar movie right joss whedon asked for uh, in the beginning asked for feedback from ray fisher but didn't want feedback wanted him to say it's an honor to work with you when Mm -hmm. ray fisher gave notes he responded I feel like I'm taking notes and I don't take notes from anyone not even Robert Downey Jr. I won't take notes from anyone Mm -hmm. um I have, a, I have a button for that. Hold on. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, and it's just, it just, but like, and it's just like the tip of the iceberg. It just keeps on coming out. Uh, mm-hmm. The booyah scene was like, you know, like the biggest point of controversy at the time in the beginning for Ray Fisher. He's like, I do not want to film this. Jeff Johns lied to him. He was basically like, look, you know, like we can't have like, say the president of Warner Media or AT&T having like their kids be like, we love Cyber. We want to ha- have booyah. If I don't film, if, we won't use it, but if I don't film it, mm. you know, like we'll get in trouble and lie. Yep. So they filmed it and they kept, he kept like saying, you need to smile more. Like you need to smile when you say it. Keep mm. smiling when you say booyah. He just kept going, smile, 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 smile. So they filmed it. And when they filmed, uh, Joss, we knew how much he didn't want to do it. So he was a real big dick to him. Mm-hmm. So he did it. He kind of shut down. He was leaving the set. And then Joss Whedon goes, nice work, Ray. Like, Ugh. just being just- gross. Just being gross. Yeah, fuck you. Twisting the knife, rub, rubbing salt in the wound. But I'm like, I'm just, I'm, I have, and like, again, the, there is a tremendous amount of privilege to say, I have fatigue from the story and I need to stop talking about it. Mm-hmm. Because Ray doesn't have that privilege. No. Gal doesn't have that privilege to say, I can stop thinking about this. They had to live it and they still have to deal with it. Yeah. So I, I understand the privilege of saying, I'm I'm done with this for a while. Yeah. <laughs> and I hate it. And, uh, you know, fuck you, everyone at Warner Brothers. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. That's, that's my two cents on that. Yeah. You want to add anything? Shitty, shitty people will hire shitty people. Yeah. And, you know, uh, I would never wish, you know, a physical illness on anyone, but I sure <laughs> do hope that Joss Whedon gets elephantitis of the nuts and has to have them amputated. Uh, and that uh, shortly after he gets in a car crash and, ha- you know, uh, dies. So, <laughs> that, so there's that. All right. Unless you're listening, uh, Joss, uh, yeah, I got your picture on my wall. Let's do a movie together. <laughs> Kidding. I don't want that. I That's the one I'd turn down right now. Yeah. If he was like, hey, I want to do a movie with you, I'd be like, suck my dick. Yeah. Get out of here. Mm. All right. Uh, like, have you apologized to Ray Fisher yet? Right. Yeah. I'd be like, fine, but I want it to be a buddy comedy with Ray Fisher. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you got you to gotta make that work. Yep. <laughs> Go apologize. Uh, Bill Murray says he was tricked into doing Ghostbusters 2. <laughs> Uh, I, I feel like Bill Murray tricks himself into doing things. Sure, like I do like the Garfield because yeah, he sure. didn't know which Cohen 
was making the movie. Right. He said, I thought this was the president. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why is the president eating so much lasagna? Why does he hate Mondays so much? Um, so Bill Murray says, basically, they were giving a treatment for Ghostbusters 2. He says that uh, he didn't want to do a sequel. A couple of them didn't want to do the sequel. But, you know, mm. the first one made so much money, they wanted to pump out the second one. Of course. Um, basically, given the story plot points and the... The thing, and he, you know, signed the contracts and said, "Great, this is such a fresh, great new idea." And then when he got to set and they gave him the script, it was completely a different movie. Mm. He says it was lifeless, it was forgettable, it was stupid, and I kind of agree with him. Not, I mean, not a great movie. Like when you go back and watch yeah. Ghostbusters two, I mean, all yeah, all you remember is that Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man. That's one, and that's one. Yeah. So what I, the hell? Was I in remember two? the Statue of Liberty walking. Okay. Yeah. And the song, Yo Love Lifted Me. Yeah, that's higher. literally the only thing I remember. But it's from like that movie. a couple, you know, a couple of plot points are all the ghosts have been gone for a long time, so they're broke. Yeah. Now the ghosts are back, and there's slime underneath the city, which is making everyone mean. And mm. the go, like the new ghost, Vigo, the new big bat, is feeding off the mean vibes, so they need happy vibes. And it like it does sound like it was written oh, right, by fucking paintings two. from the second one. Yeah, Vigo. Okay. Vigo. Yeah, I do like the painting. Yeah, it's cool. V- is yeah, it Vigo the, the Carpathian? Like the, the incredibly broad strokes are like the things that I enjoyed probably as like a 10-year-old when they yeah. came out. No, it's stupid. <laughs> yeah. no, no, it is absolutely, you know, brought to life by these amazing actors and they're fun. Yeah. Um, the way they changed Janine, I hate because they made mm-hmm. Janine. Janine was kind of like, you know, the the bookworm secretary. Yeah, yeah, And that's yeah. just like this trendy, weird... You know, like socialite. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. I like that they put Rick Moranis in the in the outfit. I thought that was really cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, like that movie. Just anyway, I'm off yeah. track. Uh, it says he was checked into it, uh, but he says that three is so good that it brings new life to the franchise. He says nice. really embodies what's going on. Uh, I really hope he's not just blowing smoke doing press. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. he might, or you know, doing a, a his buddy's son a favor. But uh, I have not seen Bad Trip yet. Have you yeah, seen it? No, me neither. It's on my list to see, but it's like Eric Andre and uh, Tiffany Haddish. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's made by Jeff Tremaine. Yeah, who does the jacket? Getting movies. like phenomenal reviews, right? Everyone's. I have not heard or seen a single bad thing said about Word. it. Uh, everyone seems to have loved it so far. So it's on my list. Uh, but now that they're making Jackass Four and Jackass Four Point Five at the same time, of course, uh, they say that Eric Andre will appear in Jackass. Which makes all sense right. because it's, you know, vignettes and they bring in celebrities all the time. Yeah, yeah and like the point fives are sort of half behind the scenes anyway. Right. So, it, yeah. Uh, I w- if I was making a jackass, I would not bring Eric Andre in because he is going to upstage everyone. <laughs> Whatever the jackass kids or at this point the jackass grandpas uh, are willing <laughs> yeah. to do, Eric Andre is the new level of that and he will fuck your day up. <laughs> yeah. I love Eric Andre. He's fucking great. He's the he's the guy bringing coke to the weed party. Oh, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Except calling it's, everybody pussies. He's 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 bringing meth to Granny's funeral. Is what he's doing. He is. Oh, if you've never seen the Eric Andre show, holy shit, is that dude fucking wild? Uh, I I've seen so many random things about this movie. I don't care about, and it's the House of Gucci movie. Okay, yeah. The only thing I know is uh, is the Jared Leto's makeup. Yeah, he's in. That's, <laughs> that's literally all I know about the movie. And like, I should care more because the stars are Jared Leto, Lady mm. Gaga, and Adam Driver, all in oh. ri- 
ridiculous okay. outfits, of course, as like, you know, these trendsetters. Um, who do you think is directing this movie? Because I didn't even look into it. And then I oh, just thought, I hadn't even considered. I have no idea. Ridley Scott is directing really? House of Gucci. Okay. And Ridley Scott's made some weird shit in his in his background, but holy fuck. Like that babe and uh, it is described as a cinematic soap opera. Okay. So again, like I should <laughs> want this with all my heart and soul. I just don't care. Yeah. I don't know why I don't, but I'll watch it now just because it's a Ridley Scott. I hope this is the prequel to Aliens We Were Promised. <laughs> that halfway through, you know, Jared Leto's chest just bursts open. <laughs> yeah. That's what I hope. <laughs> he sneezes and it becomes one of the, like, pod things from the, what was it, Prometheus? Yeah. Or I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, there are so many Transformer movies in the works. Like, even more than Star Trek's. Word. And I do not know which Transformer they're going for, whether it's like, because the, they said they're going to reboot the main franchise, they're mm-hmm. going to continue with Bumblebee, they're going to make a whole new one. But anyway, apparently one of the Transformers producers is eyeing a new lead, and they're eyeing Anthony Ramos. Okay. And Anthony Ramos is one of the leads of Hamilton, and he's the star of In the Heights as well. Where He plays John Lauren slash... Uh, Alexander Hamilton's son in Hamilton, and then he's the leader in the Heights. Uh, I don't want him to do it because he's such a good actor, and he's got a lot of class. And the Transformers movies are bad; yeah. they are very, very bad. <laughs> yes, they are, and they just are cycling through leads. Yeah, because they're I mean, bad. You know what? They probably didn't run out of huh? Dump trucks of money. Sure, <laughs> but it's like. I'm sure they're running through leads because I'm sure it's so tedious and just soul sucking to make these movies. Oh yeah. It has to be. Yeah. Mm. Yep. <laughs> That's what I say. Yeah. Um, at least like in the early ones you get, like at least you get the visual styling of Michael Bay from Michael Bay. Right. Like after he's out, you don't even get that. Sure. So I don't, yeah, I don't even know what the appeal would be beyond a dump truck full of money. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) Amy Poehler Mm -hmm. developing an animated musical based on Cinderella's stepsisters, which I guess is going to be like the new Wicked. Yeah. You know, I kind of like it. Yeah, Uh, yeah. Not a close personal friend, but Mm -hmm. I did perform with Amy Poehler one time. That's true. (laughs) At a roast of Derek Brown, who's a publisher. Mm -hmm. She sent in a video roast, and then I was up right after her. And boy, was (laughs) I not as funny. (laughs) You had to follow her? Jesus. I had to follow Amy Poehler. (laughs) I was not nearly as funny. (laughs) How can you be? How could anybody? (laughs) Right. So that was fun. Amy Poehler's your closer. Like, that's... Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So that was fun. (laughs) <laughs> uh, i was so it was a roast of a publisher and i did it in you know the vein of a roast and everyone else did it in the vein of we're gonna poke fun at how handsome you are uh, how successful you are and i went up and it, oh just it was crickets it was cr- <laughs> the only Boy. person that laughed at any of my jokes no shit hand to god was amber tamblin <laughs> that was it. she was in the audience and she was just like all right i get it it's funny she <laughs> yeah. gave me some pity laughter <laughs> uh, like he's, he's the only one doing this right now yeah. uh there is a mandela effect happening for the movie shazam and i gotta say really <laughs> i'm hit with this apparently mm-hmm. there is absolutely no scene in this movie 
where Shazam and the kids in their Shazam forms are sitting in the throne room. And I vividly remember that scene in the movie. No. I remember it. And so on Twitter, everyone's been like, of course. And there is a screenshot, but it's from a deleted scene that they never even finished the CGI for. Okay. And now I think what it is, is they, you know, they show the kids standing in like a half arc. Yeah. And then later they show the throne room in that same half arc. And I think your brain connects like, oh, of course, those are their seats. They sit in those seats. Yeah. You you know, like how you just connect things. But I swear to God, the scene exists. And sure enough. It never got finished and was never in the movie, only in the deleted scenes. Interesting. Yeah, I was going to say they wouldn't have used that as marketing either because that was a surprise for the end of the movie. Right. Um, Sure. No trailer shots. Okay. Yeah, no, I just, I remember the big reveal of them in their costumes in the, like at the circus. Yeah. Or the carnival or wherever they're at. I swear to God, I remember the throne room and they're all, it's like their new clubhouse and they're sitting in the throne. But yeah, the director's like, what the fuck are you all talking about? <laughs> so there's that. You know right. what? You know what? Huh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh, it's time for Dan News. You know it now. Send me $2.50 now. <laughs> um, so I got basically just trailers that uh, that came out fuck and that people yeah. should watch. Okay. Uh, the first ones were... Uh, I, I think this one came out first. It was the the, <laughs> the red band trailer for the Suicide Squad. <laughs> yeah, uh, looks amazing. <laughs> it does look amazing. I can't believe it, it hasn't been like a whole week because it feels like this came out like a month ago. Yeah, <laughs> time is weird. Yeah. Yeah, like, I can't remember if we talked about this last week. We didn't. It wasn't out yet. Or, yeah, because the Green Band trailer then came out a few days later. I feel like that was also a couple of days ago, so maybe the Red Band one came out, like, right after we did the episode. Uh, News always happens on Wednesday. (laughs) Exactly. That that Knives Out shit, like, I hit stop record, I looked at my phone, and Knives Out, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Motherfuckers. Yeah. The uh, uh, Suicide Squad looks amazing. Yeah, it does. Um, so the red band co- confirmed <laughs> mm-hmm. that uh, Sylvester Stallone is the voice. <laughs> yes, that is your yep. band. <laughs> King Shark. Yeah. Which I guess Steve Agee did the uh, the motion capture for. Sure. Um, and then uh, the green band trailer Fuck uh, yeah. confirms that Nathan Fillion is uh, what people are thinking is the detachable kid. Uh-huh. Is what TDK stands for. Okay. Uh, because in the comics, the uh, that character's name was Arm Fall Off Boy. Okay. <laughs> Maybe that was a little too straightforward. Because his arms separate. And they don't yeah. fall. They just separate. And... Yeah, they just separate. And then he can, like, throw them at people or, like, <laughs> yeah. What a shitty fucking... <laughs> yeah, what a... It's a James Gunn going back into the comics being like, oh, yeah, I'm going to use that. <laughs> I saw an article that DC, like the head of DC, <laughs> did not recognize half the fucking characters, despite the fact that they're, they're all like, DC we own characters. those? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, like Although po- I think Weasel, yeah. Weasel was an original character, I think. Okay. But I remember he's like based on like something the cat, <laughs> like an old cartoon. But anyway, hit it. <laughs> Um, polka dot man i don't even understand what his powers are yeah i was gonna say like polka polka dot man is like the guy that's referred to as like the shitty obscure character yeah and there's like 12 other shittier more obscure characters in this movie (laughs) like rat catcher 2 
I yeah. did not even realize there was a rat catcher, catcher one. one. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. A, a lot of these people are going to die in the first like scene of the movie. I'm 100%. Sure. They have to. Yeah. Like there's two different teams. The first team's probably going to die right away. And then the second team has to go finish whatever mission that they were supposed to do. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. It has to be that. It has to be like a very like, um, Oh, what was that? What's the like um, the ecstatics uh, or X Force? X Force that became ecstatics. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah in the that, comics, but yeah. also the, how they did it in Deadpool Two. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, I was thinking the comic book. Yeah, yeah, it was very much a throwback to that because one Zeitgeist of the guys is in it. Yeah. Is, yeah, 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 yeah. He was part of the ecstatics team. Yeah, but yeah. Oh, they're just like here's the whole new team, and they're all dead. Yeah, but the first <laughs> book of ecstatics is the team dying, like the yeah, very yeah. first stuff. Yeah, and then boom. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What else so, you got? Looking forward to that. Very much um, so. And then the Black Widow third trailer came out, which is like breaking weird records. So normally uh, trailer counts, like view hits, uh-huh. um, or the view count on YouTube, uh, goes down with each trailer that comes out. And this Natural. one's going up. This one, the second trailer had more views than the first, and this third trailer had more views than the second. And it's also the most viewed MCU trailer. Oh, weird. Yeah. It had uh, 70 million views in the first 24 hours. You know, it's because, like, we're starved for MCU now. Yeah. Like, even with the shows, because it's been so clockwork. Mm-hmm. Remember that word. Uh, <laughs> it's been so clockwork that now it's, you know, we're like, where the fuck's our, our you know, where's our hit? We're Jonesing. Yeah. Yeah. And especially if you've been watching any of the um the the disney plus shows mm-hmm. now you get the fucking the the marvel music yeah. every friday so now you're just and like sometimes we're right, pissed getting, off about it whereas <laughs> yeah i've been i've been getting this slow drip hit yeah. every week whereas where's my big yeah you know big release in the theater yeah like a methadone uh, clinic yeah sure um and we also had a loki trailer uh second trailer that came out well, that's technically TV, but that's coming out before Black, Black Widow. Widow. We're never gonna so watch Black Widow. We'll have um, three season or three series before we get Black before Widow. we get Black Widow. Sure, great. Yeah. <laughs> Why the fuck do we need this in the world? Did you have anything else that was rude? No, I was looking at it on my phone again because apparently I shook it enough that it deleted my note. Oh, <laughs> I had bummer. to go into my trash to go. <laughs> oh, I didn't even know that could yeah. happen. I'm like, oh shit, did I just cut you off? Apparently I've been gesturing. <laughs> did you watch the Space Jam 2 trailer? I did. There's yeah. another trailer. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I had those in in post. <laughs> that didn't happen. All right. Uh, here's why we, what we don't fucking need. You know what we do need? We need King Kong. We need Pennywise. <laughs> we need the Mysteries Inc. gang. Oh yeah. We need all the all the Scooby Doo gang. We need Chitara from Thundercats. We need Call <laughs> Fucking Drogo and the Night King from Game of Thrones. Yeah. We need Flying Monkeys. <laughs> we need agents from the Matrix. <laughs> you know what we don't fucking need? The Droogs from a Clockwork Orange. <laughs> yeah, that's a bit weird to put in your kids' movie. Okay, so let's let, <laughs> and this is not like my th- I read an article and I got pissed. So I did not come up with this. I, I knew I was uncomfortable seeing it and then someone pointed out like, okay, we took out Pepe Le Pew because we don't want to teach kids of consent, but if you've <laughs> yeah. ever seen Clockwork Orange <laughs> these droogs are not big on consent. No. 
Sometimes they're singing in the rain. Said you, would, you might might say that they're famously against it. Right. Uh, and why the fuck you would have this rape gang yeah. in a kid's movie is so fucking beyond me. Especially yeah. when you made such a big deal about we're taking out Pepe Le Pew. Yeah. Even though the whole purpose of his scene was to teach kids, kids about consent. consent. Oh, God. Fucking lost on me. Mm-hmm. Fucking lost. I'm already like down on space jam 2 and i saw that and just it hit me in the pit of the stomach and then i read online like this is what it is it's like yeah i I really (laughs) am so uncomfortable with that clockwork orange scene as it is and to see them in this fucking kids movie cheering on bugs bunny uh there's only one thing i can say to that hold on my button's not ready i gotta get better at this (laughs) fuck you fuck you i mean it it already hit me a little weird the first time i watched the trailer and you fly past Westeros. Right. Because I'm like, okay, so like... It's n- another... Nudity, kinda... incest, and violent murder rape? is like... There's a lot of rape, yeah, a lot in, of Game rape of in that one, too. All I can imagine is like, you know, it's like... <laughs> like, our, we, we want to do our Ready Player One. It's Walter, the That's head it. of WB. It's Jeff Johns mm-hmm. and Shots of Whedon all in the corner. Like, oh, let's get all these rapists in here. Mm. You know, it's like WB, like Warner Brothers, make one good fucking decision this year. (laughs) Make a single good fucking decision, you pieces of shit, man. You know why people love the first Space Jam? Looney Tunes and Michael Jordan. Right. (laughs) That's it. It's fucking fluff. (laughs) It's fucking clown shoes. It's it's Nerf. (laughs) Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? (laughs) Stop it, you pieces of shit. We will inevitably... Get the article that says, oh, we're removing these guys from the movie. Mm-hmm. But it's like, why did you... Who thought this was a good idea? God damn it. If they play Singing in the Rain in that movie, I'm going to fucking start a picket line boycott. God damn it. I hate it. Fuck you. But you know what? It's time to lighten the mood before we go. You know who isn't a piece of shit? Sebastian Stan. Oh, he's a delightful human being. Yeah, and I'm starting to think that Sebastian Stan has like strong Keanu Reeves vibes. Okay, and I don't say that lightly because no. I'll tell you, not a close personal friend, but I did do security for Keanu Reeves one time, mm-hmm. and he is a delightful, nice human being. And you know why I had to do security for him? Because hmm. when they asked him to bring security, he's like, "I don't think anyone's gonna hurt me." And then, like, so, like, we had to get him past this crowd of people grabbing at him. And he's like, I'm so sorry, but is it okay if I go to the bathroom? And I'm like, Keanu, anything for you. My fucking (laughs) half my liver and a lung. Right? He's such a sweet, nice guy. So, uh, two things came out about him. And, like, we already, I've already previously reported about how, like, he was, like, very broke after Winter Soldier. Like, all that money was already Mm. gone because he was in debt. And he really didn't know what was going on. Uh, after the first uh, Captain America movie, he actually found out he was in Civil or not Civil uh, Winter Soldier mm-hmm. uh, when his friend called him from Comic Con. Huh? He says the way I learned about it was I had a friend who texted me from Comic Con saying, "Dude, they just announced the sequel and your name is in the title." <laughs> and I wow. was like, "Oh, that's good. That means I'm in the movie, right?" <laughs> Holy shit. What a what wow. the fuck's so going on in really, Marvel? Yeah. yeah, they really hold that shit close to the chest. Right. Huh? But uh, the the reason I say he's the new Keanu is because, you know, he also like 
he goes out, gets coffee himself. Like he's, you know, he's out in his car. Like he's not, he's not standing on pomp and circumstance, despite the fact that mm-hmm. much like in the movie universe of Avengers, when you're an Avenger in the movies here, yeah, you're kind of like a superstar. Yeah. So he says, uh, people are always trying to activate him. <laughs> he says, oftentimes, often in coffee shops, people will start that. saying the words. <laughs> In Russian or English, they'll just start doing the Bucky activation oh words. Oh, my God. And he says he's he's never annoyed by it. He says it is very flattering. And he's like, it, he really feels like it connects him to people. Oh. I know. Oh. It's like, yeah, when I heard, like, Nathan Fillion would love people to, like, just nod and be like, Captain. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, Fucking love it. Yeah. It's great. Oh, it's delightful. Doesn't that? It's just the, everything about Sebastian Stan I've ever heard is that, and like he could be a big piece of shit, like he, like he, or at least he could be, have the potential to be, but he's not. He's just a cool dude. Yeah, you know, he just oh. he just wants everyone to get along. He's just strong Keanu revives, and I like that. That's so and nice. It, yeah, we're gonna end it on uh, that nice note. In uh, last last week, I don't know. If, I don't think hmm. we brought it up, but uh, people have been bugging him about whether he's whether or not he's gonna be. Uh, Luke Skywalker. Oh yeah, in, yeah. you know, uh, season three Amanda or sure. whatever. Um, and he tweeted something along the lines of like, "The only way that I would do it is with the express permission, and uh, hopefully, you know, help with." Uh, from Mark Hamill. from Mark Hamill, he, and then Mark Hamill was just like, "You seem to have the impression that I have anything to do with casting right. in Lucasfilm." Yeah, he's basically like, <laughs> "It would have to be." He's he's like, "It has to be Mark Hamill saying I want him to do it." Yeah, and he's like, "I don't, I don't get to do that." But I think what he, what he really meant was like, if they offered him the role, he's like, "I'm not taking it unless yeah. Mark Hamill says." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's good. I like <laughs> so, it. Yeah, sweetheart. Yeah. All right. That's it for this week. Nice. Thank you so much to uh, everyone listening to this episode. Um, no thank yous for anyone who canceled their Patreon account with us this week. Thanks, Dan, for being here. Hop on the phone with your dad after this. I don't want my money. It might also might not have been him. I just think I remember the fifth person being your dad. I just think I'm like 99% sure. Watch like my dad did it like once and then like somebody else just never got credit. Sure. That's fair. You can shoot us any thoughts, concerns, criticisms, or sponsorship opportunities at 5 film at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook and with all the red hot memes at 5 by 5 at the movies. Thank you, Dan Benjamin, the 5 by 5 Podcast Network, and the entire team at Fireside. We'll see you next week with another 5 by 5 at the movies. Roll, Roll credits. Hallelujah. Fuck you! <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs>